because there are some here today who have very short attention spans, and I'm speaking, of course, of the human beings present today. The gospel is very short, but it is very powerful. One of my favorites from the gospel of Matthew. Jesus said, Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside of my Father's care. And even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. The great theologian, monk, and writer Thomas Merton was fond of telling people in his theological lectures that his own spiritual director was not a monk, not a theologian, not a priest. His spiritual director, he said, was his dog. His dog was the one who brought him closer to God and to his true spiritual self, who taught him the most important faith lessons of his life. Not only would I agree, but I would add that every dog I've ever had has served as a wonderful spiritual director, each with different lessons to impart. Today, on St. Francis Day, I'd like to share with you three important lessons that I have learned and I continue to learn from our most underrated dog, Mahalia Jackson Queen Lilio Kalani. Yes, I have been diagnosed with excessive canine nomenclature disorder. So you may call her Lily, but the Hawaiian spelling with an I. About 12 years ago, there was a young man whose name was Matthew, and he dreamed of going to medical school, but he was broke and he was unemployed, and he had lots of life challenges. And so he drove from his home in New Orleans to Las Vegas to visit his beloved aunt. He knew that he would find comfort and support just being in her presence. But what he had not anticipated was that one day as he was getting in his car to go to the grocery store, a very large stray female pit bull would jump into his car and into his lap, lodging herself between Matthew and his steering wheel and gazing into his eyes like he was the only person on earth. She was so sweet and so affectionate and she looked a lot like a, a dairy cow with her white coat and her brown patches. He knew that he could barely afford to support himself, much less a dog, so he shooed her away and set off for the store. But upon his return, he discovered that she had been waiting for him. As he approached the front door, though she followed him, again he shooed her away, but somehow she managed to dart between his legs and ran into the house and jumped onto his aunt's couch and made herself right at home. Matthew's aunt saw the whole thing and said, Well, Matthew, looks like you now have a dog. And he said, Yes, it does look like I have a blankety-blank-blank-blank dog. He named her Lily with a Y, and he immediately appreciated her tenacity and her persistence, her belief 
that he was her person and she would not take no for an answer. I believe, as Matthew does, that Lily knew that she needed Matthew if she was going to survive physically. But over the years, as it would turn out, Matthew would discover that he needed Lily if he was going to survive physically, emotionally, and even spiritually. Lesson one from Lily. Admit it. You need people. You can't make it in this life all by yourself to survive spiritually. We need a community of folks who will love us and care for us and forgive us and understand us and challenge us and support us. We are created for relationship. And even if someone tries to shut you out, you might want to do what Lily did and just sneak right on back in and remind them that you need a safe space. You need a loving home where you can be fed and accepted and even have your belly scratched. We need each other. We're created for community. We are made for relationship. And if we are blessed to find one in which we're loved unconditionally, well, you better hold on to that and not let it go. Claim your person and claim your people and love them back as you have been loved. Lesson two from Lily. Judge not, lest you be judged. Be careful with your stereotypes of pets or people. Don't assume that what you've heard is accurate. Get to know the person and the pet before passing judgment or lumping anyone or any creature into a broad category that disallows for the uniqueness of the individual. Oh, I had heard. I had heard the horror stories, the terrible truths about dangerous, horrible, violent pit bulls. I had never said to myself, what you're really missing in this life is a pit bull. But then years later, Matthew and Lily had been living back in New Orleans for years, overcoming all sorts of hardships and adversities. And one day, a very special letter arrived in Matthew's mailbox. It was the opportunity of his lifetime, the possibility of finally fulfilling his greatest dream and his deepest ambition. He had been accepted to a medical school in the Caribbean. It wasn't LSU or Tulane. It was not UT or Baylor, but it was a decent school, and he finally had a chance to become a doctor. But he knew that he could not take Lily with him. He first decided he would seek a foster for her for the years that he would be away, but then he realized that wouldn't be fair to her or to her new family. But he was determined to do his due diligence and find just the right family for his beloved Lily. So he posted this long, detailed, beautiful story about her on Facebook. And that's when somebody tagged me <laughs> and asked, Bill, can you help? I wish y'all would stop doing that. When I saw her photo and I heard her story, there was something within me that told me, yes, I can help. And in fact, I might be called to do more than post or refer. In talking to my male dogs, I had only had 
boys before then, we all decided that some girl energy might do us some good. But a pit bull, what if she ate Willie and Sinbad? What if she ate me? I told Matthew I'd want to have a lengthy consult with my vet and have a trial period to see if she could get along with my too much. My vet told me my fears were simply unfounded, that any dog can be dangerous, and that this particular breed gets an unfair rap by sometimes being raised by unloving humans. And Willie and Sinbad, as it turned out, were ecstatic to have a cute girl in the mix especially one who loved them and licked them repeatedly to prove it. As it turned out, Lily, the giant, dangerous pit bull who grew up on the streets, would not hurt a flea. She was the most gentle, loving dog I had ever encountered. Do not let your prejudices inform your decisions. Give people and pets a chance, regardless of what you may have heard. Lily is a living reminder of that truth. And finally, lesson three from Lily, it goes something like this. Your attitude, rather than your circumstances, will determine your level of contentment, happiness, and joy. I'll never forget the first time I went to visit Lily in New Orleans. And I was shocked to discover that she and Matthew were living in a van on top of a parking garage. There were some others living there, some of them in vans, some even in RVs. There was no restroom, no hot water, but there was a single porta potty and there was a garden hose with running water and some had even planted and were tending small gardens. And if one was willing to run an extension cord, there could be electricity. And I remember Matthew telling me how blessed they were that was his word he used, blessed to have a very tiny window unit for those hot, muggy days in New Orleans. And I would like to tell you that when Lily laid eyes upon me, the biggest smile broke out across her face. But the truth is, that smile was perpetually on her face. Despite her modest lifestyle, her rather primitive living situations, it was so obvious that Lily loved her person and loved her life and was grateful for every blessing. Matthew suggested that I take her for a walk around the neighborhood, and I did, and I have to tell you, it made my heart sing because every single person we encountered on our walk would see Lily break into a big smile and shout, Look, here comes the happiest dog on earth. She was a happy dog living on the streets of Las Vegas. She was a happy dog living with Matthew in a van on top of a parking garage in New Orleans. And she is now a happy dog living with Bill and Sandy and Dash and Roscoe and Blaze in Round Top. You see, Lily's happiness is not dependent on her circumstance. Her happiness emerges from her own awareness that she is blessed and loved and has been given the great gift of life on this earth. And we, too, have been given those same gifts. Whether we appreciate it and give thanks and consider ourselves blessed and wag our tails uncontrollably is up to us. 
but I would commend Lily's way of life for all of us to value your relationships and acknowledge our need for each other, not to judge or stereotype or assume, and to give thanks in everything, to rejoice always, to be happy and grateful and count your blessings every single day. Some wise words from my spiritual director, Mahalia Jackson, Queen Lilio Kalani. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When is my portion my constant friend is he his eyes on the sparrow and I know he watches me his
痴。